0: Good morning. Welcome to this Sunday morning service at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation at Shelter Rock. I am Jim Peters, a worship associate here. On Sunday morning, we gather in worship to restore the balance of our spirit, to celebrate the joys of life and to find the strength to meet its sorrows. Worship is a time when we consider what is worthy, what brings us meaning and purpose as we seek to live our lives. The topic we consider today is the call of the elder. Our guest minister is Reverend Anthony Mtsuasa Johnson of the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship in Sedona, Arizona. Ordained in a Unitarian Universalist minister in October, 2020, he is a former management executive as well as a United States Army officer. Our soloist today is uh, Caitlin McKenzie. Uh, now, let's take a music to center ourselves as we begin worship together with a music of Markoff and Wagner, played by Nathaniel Lanasa.
1: Thank you, Nathaniel. I do indeed feel centered. Good morning, everyone. Our opening words today will come in the form of a wish. It is my wish that we will come together this morning to deepen our lives. And become a healing force in our world. You know they say there are many wrongs in our world. And in the words of the late great Ida B. Wells. She offers us a path. The way to right wrongs. The way to right wrongs is to turn the light of truth upon them.
0: Uh, each Sunday we light our chalice of our religious heritage we do this for our ancestors who taught us through their diverse religious traditions and by their actions for justice and hope we do this for our children who are learning the traditions we teach, and who learn more from our actions than from our words. We do this for ourselves so that we are inspired to remember our beginnings, reflect on who we are now, and spread our wings as we understand who we seek to become. rise in body and mind and spirit as you're able, Uh, of course, which you are already, uh, comfortable as we do the words of affirmation, which are on the screen, and uh, we'll sing the song of affirmation when we sing, please do wear your masks. Love is the doctrine of this congregation. The quest for truth is its sacrament, and service is its prayer. Dwell together in peace to seek knowledge and freedom to serve human need. This we do affirm and covenant with each other. serve human need each Sunday we take up a special collection to support a nonprofit group that expressly serves human need during the summer months contributions support school supplies for local children whose families can't afford to buy them what they need each summer shelter rock members and friends help provide school supplies for children in need in the villages of Hempstead. The supplies are distributed by the Reverend Benjamin of the ABBA Leadership Center. Members of a social justice committee use the funds from our Sunday service collection to purchase supplies and deliver them to Reverend Benjamin in time for their distribution. Make a contribution on our website or if you're on site, the donation box is to your right as you leave the sanctuary. In these days of compassion fatigue is a real thing. Let's make this congregation a wellspring of empathy that pours forth generosity like an ever-flowing stream.
1: Will you join me in a moment of meditation? A moment of silence. I ask you if you have any things in your hand to put them down and put your feet on the great mother just for a moment and let us share some silence together. And May we find wisdom in our silence. And may it be so.
2: This song is Wayfair and Stranger. I'm just a poor I'm just going over home. I know dark clouds will gather around know oh, my way is hard and steep, but beauteous fields arise before me, where God redeems the vigils keep. I'm going there to see my mother, she said she'd meet me. I'm just going over Jordan I'm just going over home I'm going there to see my mother She said she'd meet me when I come I'm just going Jordan I'm just going over I'm just going over Jordan I'm just
1: Caitlin, thank you for that. Our reading today, these times, these times, or what I call times of tumult, times of great uncertainty, can can initiate an acceleration of a calling. This call may include an awakening of the elder and the sage that resides in each one of us. Each one of us. You know, in many old wisdom traditions, they say that the elder has one foot on the ground and the other one in that space of great, great imagination. Imagination.
2: This is my dad's favorite song that I will try to do justice to, Fire and Rain by James Taylor. Just yesterday morning, they let me know you were gone susan the plans i may put an end to you i woke up this morning and i wrote down this song just can't remember who to send it to oh i've seen fire and i've seen rain i've seen sunny days that i thought. Friend, But I always thought that I'd see you again Won't you look down upon me, Jesus? You gotta help me make a stand Just gotta see me through another day My body's aching and my time is out I thought that I'd see you again Then walk my mind to an easy time My back turned towards the sun Lord knows when the cold wind blows It'll turn your head around Well, there's hours of time on the telephone line To talk about things to come Sweet dreams of flying machines in pieces on the ground Oh, I've seen fire and I've seen rain I've seen sunny days that I thought
1: Lord knows when that strong wind blows, it will turn your head around. So I think daddy's okay. That's just, I think I think him proud. So good morning again, gracious ones, and the rest of y'all too. It is indeed an honor and a pleasure for me to share this space with you, to be here on this beautiful morning at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Shelter Rock. I welcome you in the name of the ancestors upon whose shoulders I stand, and I welcome you in the name of all that is sacred for you. My appreciation for and belief in the principles of Unitarian Universalism are best summed up by the folks in Dublin, Ireland, the Unitarian Church of Dublin. We do not ask what you believe or expect you to think the way we do. But we are you, you, so you know we're going to ask something. We only ask that you try to live a kind and helpful life with the dignity proper to that of a human being. So welcome all who believe that religion is wider than any sect and deeper, deeper than any set of opinions. Welcome all who might find in our fellowship and in our friendship strength and encouragement for daily living, or as I like to say, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. Something you can use, so that's my task for today, as I share my reflection entitled The Call of the Elder. The case for elderhood in a time of tumult. Times of tumult and uncertainty, upheavals, mentioned it before, how that quickening happens, wakening that call of the elder and the sage that resides in everyone here. One foot solidly on the ground, the other one in that place of great imagination. As most of you know, being old in old age does not make one an elder, not when one grows old and yet maintains what I like to call infantile attitudes. Hmm. Yeah, infantile attitudes, you know, I'm better than you, stuff like that. I believe we fail to grasp the hidden beauty and power of elderhood if we only look through the physical or through the physiology. Elderhood awakens something else, it awakens the metaphysical. Something I say, dare I say, is transcendent and spiritual. (laughs) I'm offering that there is a difference between older. An elder, olders contribute to the division in society, elders, all contraire, foster unity above self-interest. Now, you know, in spite of our, of course, it happened this morning when I woke up in the hotel room, it would take a few minutes to get that stuff working. But in spite of our bodily aches and pains, elders can become a deep source of life-affirming energy. Yes, even in our culture, a culture that I judge, you and I are very much needed. You see, elders are what I call instinctive humanitarians. They've been around the block, They've seen what things look like when they fall apart. They have also witnessed the awakening of a recommitment and a renewal, like that which is in front of us today. So an elder is a change maker, someone who can lead by example and inspiring others to do the same. An elder opens the door. Open doors that reflect you back at you. Elders open doors that reflect you back at you. And an elder listens to everybody, even them. Even them. Whoever you're, even them. An elder listens to everyone, no matter what. An elder provides an independent voice that can speak out, challenge injustice, and break taboos. Early this week, I had a friend of mine, Tico, we were reaching down, trying to blow up an air mattress, and he said something to the effect, you know, have you noticed how your body doesn't quite move like it used to move? So I said, tell me about it. I said, of course, you know, certain features and abilities, our bodies surely fade with age. But I offered this. Here's our goal. Our goal is to die young. As late as possible. <laughs> to die young. As late as possible. I Tease folks about oh, you. Why do why do they why do they act like that? Why do they do that? And they just I say slow down, Slim. They're twenty. Have you forgotten? You see the way you see because of where you've been. <laughs> to die young as late as possible, meaning to remain spiritually vital and morally awake. But it can be tough, since our culture, you know, kind of mocks, makes a mockery of old age. One of my mentors, the Reverend Tom Owen, tells the story of a young senator who's leading a group, kind of like this group right here, I might say. Leading them through a tour of D.C. and the Capitol, describing the legislative process, and you know, those, in those one-syllable words and shouting at the folks, finally turning to one of the group, he said, hey, Stephen, what did you used to be? <laughs> what did you, and before the elder could uh, reply, another senior citizen said, I was a nurse. And another one said, I was a hairdresser, a schoolteacher. I was a college professor. I was a mechanic, retired military. Other words like that were spoken. And then the elder stood up. He reflected upon that question, what I used to be. And then he kind of fixed a beady stare on that young legislative aide and said, I still am. I still am. You and we're still here. As Elton John reminds us, after all these years, we're still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another little anecdote. There was a grandmother. She was receiving congratulations on her birthday, and her grandson said, "Oh grandma, you're so beautiful." <laughs> Without a moment's hesitation, she replied, well, I ought to be. I'm 87. (laughs) Honey, my beauty isn't decorative anymore. My beauty is structural. (laughs) So that's the kind of attitude I'm encouraging today. So whatever your age, may your beauty and your power become structural rather than Merely pretty. Nothing wrong with pretty, be clear. But that inner beauty and power that shines through all matter because it comes from here, it comes from the heart, based upon experience bathed by intuition and tradition. Few folks in our culture are so willing to embrace our oldness. And I find the parallel, it just blows my mind. We can look and say, wow, look at that beautiful old teacup that that old book is just awesome yeah why do things somehow retain their beauty or even appreciate in old age but not you and I I say what's up with that hm. we recognize that beauty increases in things, because they hold memories. And I remind that each and every one of you is a walking encyclopedia. There are over a couple of thousand years of wisdom in this room right now. Right now. So offer that, When you look at that teacup, what's at risk of transferring that to humans? So I resonate with the words of the poet, Mae Sarton, who in her later years, she penned, now I've become myself. It's taken time, many years in many places. I've been dissolved and shaken, worn other people's faces, but now, I want to become myself. Today, I dare to unmask, so to speak. From here on out, please try to wear your own faces. My friends, be current with the companions who live in your heart. Grow bolder, not merely older. Elders know that you don't find life worth living. You make life worth living. Elders know that we humans are not the sum of our toys and of our trophies. Rather, we're the sum of our gifts, our choices, our commitments. The elder also learns and teaches us to what? To write our sentiments, write them in the sand. Write them in the sand, but to write our commitments in marble. Author Stephen Jenkinson reminds us, quote, if you continue to argue with the wives of your yesterday, your earlier days, And if you keep on looking for that payday and that amen that has eluded you so far, you are cheating a younger person of knowing the deep red rush of human life. You are cheating a young person. If you can't do it for yourself, do it for the ones that are watching. And believe me, they are watching their tablets notwithstanding. You're cheating a younger person of knowing that deep red rush of a human life. Elders know, remember, and teach that life won't be measured by the number of breaths you take. Oh, no, but by the moments that you seize that take your breath away. In a sense, elders make an effort to get to know the invisible. I wrote a poem about it. Want to hear it? <laughs> okay. Getting to know the invisible. Getting to know the invisible. The invisible, yet somehow known. Getting to know that unmistakable heart based tone. Getting to know the unsmellable, the aroma locked in a cosmic jar. Getting to know the untastable, but it's served at an all-you-can-eat energy bar. Getting to know the invisible means getting to know the only sense, the only sense that cannot really be described. Only felt. That's the undealable, the unstealable, the unwheelable, the unsealable. Yeah, I'm talking about the feelable. Now you see the invisible be shooting ceaseless arrows at us all the time. They serve as a kind of memory hot toddy. And most of the times they arrive at the midsection of your body. Sometimes huge, other times they may be slight in duration and in size. It's just the invisible touching base asking to be recognized. Getting to know the invisible means trusting your gut. Getting to know the invisible is the slice without the cut, full loaf. I'm talking full loaf, body-mind filling, trust erases stealing, love gets top billing. Now it shows up sometimes, masquerading and dressed like a dream, with a head full of pure steam. But remember always, my friend, it is never, ever what it seemed. Never. I realized that, you know, I've been hypnotized because my umbilical to the invisible has been cut. But now, in spite of it all, I'm voting for full recognition, relying on intuition and meditation, eyes wide shut. Just takes concentrations. So please welcome those ceaseless arrows into your soul. It is just the invisible calling, gifting you your elder gold. And so, my dear ones, may yours be a happy, hearty, and holy home stretch laden with the giving and receiving of thanks, thanks, and more thanks. Starting with a rousing, cheering gratitude for your ever-changing, ever-aging, unique, precious self. May it be so. Blessed be. Amen. i shay. Say again. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, mark this date. I got a call and response at Shelter Rock. <laughs> Go figure. I'll digress for a moment because we have fun in Sedona because I got my folks there now, boy, we be, they be, you know, that's the old African thing. You go, you know, I, I, black folks, you, I don't understand. I ain't by myself, talk to me, I need some feedback. If I call you all the response is a wonderful thing. So again, thank you all for having me. <laughs> So I had some other closing words, but Miss Wells wants to be heard again to bring us full circle. So in the words of Ida B. Wells, if we really want to right the wrongs of our world, my words, all we have to do, she didn't put that in there, but she says to right the wrongs of the world, Turn the light of truth upon them. So until we meet again, may you go in peace. Blessed be.
0: We now extinguish this chalice, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of uh, of commitment. These we carry in our hearts and out into the world.